What's up and welcome to the Best Day of My Life Project, a podcast created to help you better enjoy the process and make the most out of each day. Join me as I share my own trials, tribulations, and discoveries to be happier, healthier, and more present. What's up and welcome back to the Best Day of My Life Project. Today's topic, what works is what works and why good enough is underrated. So we're going to explore that topic today. To time I'm recording this is a Monday. Uh, I had a great weekend, Saturday. You know, over the past like four or five months, like Mary Kate and I have tried to be very conscious of like allowing more fun and, and less work on the weekends. And we're pretty bad at it, to be honest with you. And so we were like, and I think it was her idea. I was like, hey, let's have a date night on Saturday. And so like, we can just like get out of the house and like, just be very intentional. And so that's, that's what we, we did. We did our typical like work Saturday, workout Saturday afternoon, but now we just cut it off at a very early time versus like working till six or seven on a Saturday and just gave ourselves the opportunity to just go out, have fun, relax. And it was awesome. The only thing, my only regret is I was trying to find a corsage for her and I couldn't find a damn corsage. I figured they like, like the, the grocery store down here, Publix, like to my mind, I was like, they have to have them like on the shelf. Cause like, look, when prominent strikes, you, you know, you need a corsage, not croissant, which croissants are awesome. I would have loved to have one on Saturday, but a uh, corsage. Uh, anyway, I couldn't find one, um, but great time nonetheless. And then we had a great, like, lazy Sunday, relatively lazy Sunday. We, we did a, a hurricane relief charity workout for Bahamas, um, and it was awesome. We had such a good group. It was a fun, killer workout. We raised over $900 with uh, N30Fit community, and then we, you know, I did a workout outside, and we just chilled, watched the Patriots, relaxed the rest of the day, grocery shop, cooked, all that good stuff. So great weekend. But I am excited to be here today because I think this is a very important topic. Before we bridge into that cop topic, I want to break you out of your state, get you out of the current mind frame with a good old dad joke. So here we go. Did I tell you about the time I fell in love during a backflip? I was heels over head. <laughs> get it? Not head over heels, but heels over head because you're doing the backflip, your feet go above your head. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's first time I read, I was laughing, but then the second, eh, maybe not as good, but nonetheless. And so <laughs> we're going to take things up a little bit notch and get a little bit more serious with today's quote of the day from Mark Manson. So he's one of my favorite writers, and I'll, I'll warn you, so air muffs ahead of time if there are kids in the car, um, that the, this, he's a great writer, he's very intelligent, but he uses a lot of swears, particularly F-bombs, especially for all content in and around... Um, to his uh, not his newest book, but the book before that, the subtle art of not giving a f. Uh, so it, it sounds really weird when I say f. So just get ready because I'm about to say three f bombs in this quote because it just it paints the picture. So the quote is: "You and everyone you know are going to be dead soon, and in that short amount of time between here and there, you have a limited amount of fucks to give. Very few, in fact. And if you give, if you go around giving a fuck about everything and everyone without conscious thought or choice, well then you're going to be fucked. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's a, you know, it starts off and you're like, wait, going to be dead soon, Joe? What are you trying to do to me? I thought this would be best day of our life project. Well, it is, and that exactly it speaks to it. See, I think acknowledging the negative is going to be more positive than just trying to focus on the positive and ignoring the negative. Like, it, and that's you know where I've made a lot of mistakes is like you try to 
try to look past what's what's going on right in front of you, uh, what the real life, the reality of it all going out in front of you, and you're just going to set yourself up for disappointment. And I think the perspective of knowing that we do have a you know a deadline, a, a timestamp. It's it's we don't know when it is, but it's going to be there. It really speaks to us having the best day of our life each day because it's like why not? Because you don't know when it's going to end. But what he talked about in, in this quote is similar to what the message that we're going to talk about today. You see, we put entirely way too much pressure on ourselves. And so today I want you to think about something. If something works, why mess with it? Because, I mean, look, we only have so much attention. We only have so many resources and so much time. So we can't make everything perfect. We can't make everything, you know, great. There's going to be certain things that are just going to be good enough. And for this, for me, it's this. This is I thought about this with my workout schedule. So ideally... I like to do my strength days, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Now, my other days, I do a mixture of in-30 melt type 30-minute metabolic workouts or sometimes even less because, again, it's about intensity. It's not about time. Um, and then on, on those are like two or three days. And another two or three days, I'm doing like a really low-intensity workout. Like sometimes just long walks, carries. Um, you know, I'll, I'll occasionally run but and a lot of mobility. And so – my, my Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday is ideal for me because it allows for a good amount of recovery time. And also it kind of works with my carb rotation that I do. So I do like a higher carb day on my strength days. And I like doing that every other day. I just typically would feel better. Like, so that's the ideal situation. But here's what happens. I do a lot of trips back to Connecticut. And when I do, the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday doesn't work because I'm always on a short week. And so I, I end up crunching in my workouts sometimes Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. And it's just – and it's hard for me to – basically my point is, is when I'm traveling back to Connecticut, I get the workouts in. But depending on what's going on and how long I'm going up there for, it's not always as – you know, it's, it's not as – I can't – it's not as predictable as I would like it to be. And so when I come back – it to, for me to get back on that Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday routine is always tough because I, I'm generally either in need of a low recovery day, low in, intensity day, or I'm trying to catch up with a strength workout. And so, you know, rather than try to work to make it ideal, and then as soon as it's ideal, then get you know have another trip up and get back, get it thrown up and messed up, and then get worried about it and upset about that. Like the reality of it is, is like working out as fitness is one of my highest values. Well, I might not always love to work out like I don't feel like it all the time most times I don't feel like it it's it's ingrained so deeply in me I'm gonna do it like you don't ever have to worry about me working out and I'm not that I, I'm worried about you worrying about me working out but my point is, is I'm gonna get it done and so I just remove the stress off of like that perfect routine I just know that it's gonna fit I'm gonna make it fit based on what it is and typically it ends up just being a Thursday Friday Saturday now three consecutive days of strength training is that ideal? No, but I make the adjustments needed. I, I first of all do one lift a day, or one lift for per major muscle group depends. So, I'll, you know, like I'll do my front squats, and then about on my my deadlift day I'll do deadlift and more back, and then on my other day I'll do hip press and shoulder press. So depending on the day, I'll have one or two major lifts, and then auxiliary supplemental lifts off of that. But I'll make sure the volume if it's three days consecutive. The volume on each day is going to be a little less than it would be normally. Plus, it will be followed up by two consecutive days of low-intensity, high-mobility 
stuff. So my body, my CNS has the opportunity to reset and relax. And so like I could, I could look at that and especially as a trainer and, and really like make myself crazy being like, well, you know, soon, you know, you should really have this much recovery and, and blah, blah, blah. But I'm making it good enough and good enough for my body where I am getting enough recovery and I'm also good, but I'm getting the lifts in and I'm doing it in a way that works for my schedule, right? So it's good. It's good enough. It's not ideal, but it's good enough. And that's what I want you to start thinking about today because good enough is underrated. Our ego is always looking to compare us to what we're not or expose us, expose where we might lack or try to convince us that things we're doing are, you know, that things that we're doing are good are not good enough while making us think that we should be doing more of other stuff. Like literally, there's just so many conflicting and crazy thoughts going on at once. And if we let the ego control the ship, it's going to be like, you know, that scene from Austin Powers 1 where he's in, <laughs> he's in this like super tight hallway in this uh, little like, it's not a golf cart, but it's like a small cart in this, like in Dr. Evil's monster plant. Like, you know, because it's so, the plant is so big, you know, he has this nuclear weapon there, um, or late, not nuclear weapon, a laser, a laser. But anyway, they have this, they hijack this little car to take him from point A to point B to save the world. That's what Austin Powers does. But in, in this one scene, he's, he's trying to turn around and he goes forward and then he goes back. He turns to right and then he turns left. And it's like, it's just continuous cycle. It's like a two-minute cycle of him doing this, which two minutes in a movie is long to do any one task. But it, it just it's a hilarious scene because it's like just funny, right? But that's what we do in real life because when we're letting our ego steer the ship, like it's constantly trying to like, oh, I got to fix that hole. And this hole is is good, but I can make it better. And it's like, I don't even have, I don't even have a hole, but I should probably make a hole here. And like, we're just creating things to either do or mess up. <laughs> you know, like if it's working, let's leave it alone because there's enough for us to worry about. And that's kind of what Mark talks about in the quote, which is that we only have so much time, energy, and resources. And so if something's working, let it work. Let's focus on the areas that we really need it to focus on. We really need that, that attention. I see this with people with fitness all the time. And it's it's person who's overall like who's working out regularly, but is dissatisfied with the results they're seeing, and they're regularly working out. And so and 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 meanwhile, these are the people whose diet is not that good. It's up and down, and their self talk is really bad. So rather than work on the two areas that need it most, like the the inconsistent diet and the negative mental space, they just blame the workout. Like oh, the workout's not it, it's not. And this isn't just at my gyms. I this is like. I you know I get hit up from people all over the world the same same exact story because the workout's the easier thing to change and switch whereas because because that's something they know they'll easily do it's like oh well I just I know I, I know I can at least show up to the gym but it's just changing the diet something like that that requires a lot more work and then the inner work facing my insecurities and facing my issues that's some tough shit I don't even want to touch and so a lot of people will avoid that stuff. And just, again, put all their attention on the, what, what's wrong with their workouts. But it's not the workouts. <laughs> it's the other things. So it's like, you know, if you look at the, um, you know, there's a saying that, that escapes me. But basically, it's like you want to look for that, the, the one thing, like that one big domino that's going to set off a chain of other dominoes. And for the person in this in, in situation, it's it's the nutrition. If they get the nutrition right, it's going to unleash, you know, it's going to unleash this this huge chain of events that's going to help everything else. Whereas the workout, it's just they're going to 
it's going to be a small little domino that might may or may not make a difference at first, and it's not going to make nearly as big of a uh, of enough impact than if they hit that big domino that is nutrition, or the even bigger domino that is their mindset, that is their ability to forgive themselves for like because secretly deep down this is just a tangent on fitness which I'll do from time to time. It is what I do, but you know subconsciously I think a lot of people want to be able to have their wine and they want to be able to go out on weekends and but they hold themselves but they think they shouldn't and they think that they what they should say is is well I want to get in the best shape possible but they're not actually it's not actually what they want to do but they ex, you know superficially say they want to do it and they just put so much stress on themselves and it just it leads to nothing good because they're, they're they're going out having fun, but then upset and pissed off. They went out and had fun and shaming themselves for it and talking, you know. And then it's just it's a circle of disaster where I just tell people accept what it is that you want to do, the commitment of what you want to put forward. And as long as you're working towards being healthy, you don't have anything to worry about. Like as long as there's no alcohol problem, and there's no high blood pressure, and there's no like serious diabetes, anything like that, then. If everything else is manageable, like it's okay if you want to just be like a weekend warrior, like that's okay. But but people don't want to accept that out of themselves, and so I think you know if the big domino for those people would just be looking deep down inside to see what they actually want that they're willing to do, and letting that be their journey versus trying to make this journey that they don't actually want to put the work towards their focus, and because they're not working to work towards it. They're just shaming themselves and, and perpetually and never happy with the results that they see. Anyway, that's a little food for thought on that. A little bit of a tangent there. But today I want you to explore two very important questions, which are, where in your life do you need to accept your effort as good enough? I'm repeat that. Where in your life do you need to accept your effort as good enough? And secondly, where in your life needs your attention most that you're currently neglecting and it's falling by the wayside? And so that second one again is where in your life needs your attention most that you're currently neglecting and it's falling by the wayside. Guys, I invite you to take a few minutes today to answer these questions. You'll feel a wave of pressure will off yourself to know that good enough is just good enough. Like if you're, if you're, if you're doing a good job with something, don't try to make that perfectly. Try to take some of the areas that are anchoring and pulling you down and work on those and you're going to find your – it's like – you know, it's like you're in this car and it's 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 loaded with this unwanted luggage, all this stuff that's in there, and you're and you're trying to move, you know, as fast as you can from point A to point B. And and all you're focusing on is like your better driving technique. You know, it's like, well if I if I hold the wheel this way, you know, if I if I get this wind or if I'm I'm behind this car, I'll have more power. Whereas like if you just take out some of the things that are you know things that are holding you back and address those issues or maybe you you fix the issue in the engine that will allow you to go faster like that is going to get you there to your destination with way less stress because there are things that you can eat more easily control that are have more bang for your buck so today guys i invite you to identify the big domino the area in your life that needs the attention most that's going to give you the greatest amount of progress and then where except wherever in your life where it's just good enough as it is and you don't need to spend as much time and energy on. Identify those three, two things, guys. As always, love to hear from you, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Now, you know what time it is. Go out there and make the best out of today. One of the ways you can do that is by inspiring others. Share this podcast with a friend, family member, coworker, shoot, cool stranger, 
whoever you think could benefit. And if you haven't yet, go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast so we can continue to learn from feedback and add more value to your life.